Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday. I, I said it. Happy Friday. Lori and Julia Shield, I talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Holly Robertson for Lori today. Did I say that right? Yes. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. Right. Making Happy it Friday. happen. All mm-hmm. right. Okay, so now we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do this. Time for my talk's ripoff of the new game show, Beat Beat Shazam. Shazam. Now, admittedly, Holly was not alive in the year 1977, but she knows she knows a lot about music. So I I didn't feel bad about picking the year 1977. Uh, I'm not going to reveal how old Julia was in 1977. That's okay. I was five. Okay, if you say so. (laughs) Uh Uh, So that that is the year. All of these songs coming from the year 19. And uh, 77. So here we go. Here's your first song. Okay. Don't know the reason. Margaritaville. Yeah, that is correct. Oh, that is correct. I knew that one, but I didn't. Oh. didn't. All right, Holly has a point. <laughs> Holly has a point. Okay, uh, let's see. I got to just move something here. There we go. All right, here we go. Song number two, 1977 on Beach Shazam. Here we go. Don't you know? Oh, oh. Don't you know? Oh, that is wrong. Oh. But you give it. Sarah, smile. No. No, no just wait a second. Don't Go ahead. You know? yeah. That is wrong. <laughs> any, any, any guess? What is it? You're a rich girl. Oh, and you gone, too, gone far, too far. But you know, it is Holland also, right? It is Holland yes. You were right oh, about that. Please. You were right about that. All right. Okay. Uh, here we go. Song number three from 1977. It's uh, it was from a movie. Julia got a car wash. Very I good. felt it was tied, but... Oh, did Holly say car wash? Yes, she did. Oh. I'm, I'm giving us both a half a point. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Car wash. Uh, this is next song from 1977 on Beach Shazam. Play along in the car. Here we go. Oh, yeah. this, it's Pablo, by the it's Pablo Cruz. Holly got it. Holly man got for man. It. Blinded by the light. Good job, it's, Holly. It's Pablo Cruz, wasn't it? No, man for man. man. For oh, man. man for, okay, I knew the song. Oh, you got you. Song. You kicked my butt. Yeah, the song was written by Bruce Springsteen, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. that. Mm-hmm. All right, here's your last song. All Beach right. Shazam for the week, 1977, the year. Jackson Brown? No. Well, similar voice. That is Andrew Golden. Oh, oh yeah. what a lonely boy. Oh, I was did you pull boy. that I out never from even Donnie. heard that song before in my life. That was a big hit. Ask anybody in 1977. Ask anybody. A, I'm asking myself. That was a top 10 hit in 1977. Was wow. he a one hit wonder? Uh, no. He. You know what his other hit was that turned into a TV theme song? 
Believe it or being my friend, it sounds oh, yeah. the Golden Girl. It kind of sounds okay. like that. All right, there all right. Go. Never heard that so song. I guess Holly was the winner. Whee! Well, you kicked my butt, honey. Two point well, five points to a half a point. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay, go. so this morning, um, I saw Elizabeth Vargas do um, a report for ABC. And it's going to be on 2020 tonight, and it coincides with um, the movie Wonder mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. coming out. And what happened is she um, has been following a young man, um, Nathaniel Newman, since for the past two years. And he has he was born with Treacher-Collins syndrome, which is a craniofacial disorder caused by mutations in a gene. And so, and that's similar to what the boy in Wonder has the craniofacial Mm -hmm. syndrome. So um, in following this young man, Nathan, um, Nathaniel Newman, it's, I taped 2020 tonight. I think it's going to be very, very, very compelling, but it talks about, you know, when the parents first had the baby and how scared they were because it didn't look like a baby. It was born without eyelids. It was born without eye sockets. It was born without cheekbones Mm -hmm. and how they wouldn't show the mom the baby at the time, I mean, they were too afraid to show her because yeah. it just didn't look like that. And right. so it's a profile on this family, and it's pretty amazing. Um, but in the first year of his life, he had 10 surgeries because of malformations in his face. And what has happened to them is the book Wonder being written in 20, um, when did that book come out? 20, I think 12, it came out. That's the premise for the movie. It has allowed... Um, them to tell people, if you're freaked out about my son, why don't you read this book? But they moved from like the East Coast to the um, to Las Vegas, and he was ch- just starting middle school. Mm-hmm. And they wrote a letter to everybody at middle school. You mm-hmm. know, hi, my name is Nathaniel Newman, and um, I'm 12 years old. I am different. I don't want you to be surprised when we meet. Mm-hmm. I have three dogs. I like Pokemon as well as Star Wars. I really just want you to treat me like everyone else. And it included a photo of him and a mention of the best-selling children's book, Wonder, if you are afraid, which I just thought was the, the coolest thing. Yeah. And he's a super cool kid. I just think oh, it'll be a really great. good thing. And this is and, on 2020 tonight? Tonight. And then the woman who wrote the book, Wonder, which was the inspiration for the movie that Julia Roberts is in, mm-hmm. um, it's her name is RJ um, Palacio. She sat down in an ice cream shop. And she had a chance in- encounter with someone who suffered from craniofacial um, disorder. And um, she said it inspired her to write the book because she realized that there was a little girl sitting directly next to her. She had very severe craniofacial difference. And she panicked because her little boy started to cry hysterically who was in a stroller. Uh, and she yeah. said in her haste to protect the girl from her son's reaction... She turned the stroller around and started quickly pushing it away, the baby away. And she said it was terrible. I was so mad at myself for the way I handled it. For the rest of the day, she just kept thinking about all the things she'd wish she had said and Mm -hmm. done. And so she thought, okay, I'm just going to have to write a book now about what it's like to face the world when everyone wants to scream or say something or reacts horribly when they see your face. Yeah. So this book, I guess, is just an inspiration. The movie is inspiring. Yeah, it and, opens today. Yeah. And so it opens today. It got three and a half stars by Colin Covert in the Star Tribune. Mm-hmm. And um, it just looks like it's going to be kind of a lovely a lovely yeah, film. Yeah, nice feel-good movie. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, I thought so anyway. I was just kind of, I'm glad I knew the history of the book. Um, all right, people, when we come back, we've got random thoughts.
My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, people. Let's get at our random randomness for the day. Yes. Well, I want to start random thoughts today by thanking my talkers because yesterday you were able to raise $9,735 in one day for a live and kicking for our fundraiser. That is amazing, and it, it, it's fantastic. You guys are supporting that program. And also, just on a larger note, that it was Give to the Max Day yesterday, and it was the ninth annual iteration of that, and it is was the largest fundraising uh, day for that Give to the Max Day ever. $20.6 million had been raised for Minnesota nonprofits and schools, and that wow. exceeded last year's $20.1 million record total. So. Good job, people. Yeah, Good job, like everybody. Job. That, yes, and 5,750 organizations benefited from that fundraiser. That's so awesome. People doing good. Just People in Minnesota are so awesome. Yes. Love to give. Love to give. I know. I, thanks so for generous. saying that. From something that. that will warm your heart to something that will make you shake your head and go, huh? <laughs> okay. Dolce and Gabbana. We know who they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're into pasta. Well, naturally. Uh, yeah. they, well, they're uh, Dolce, yeah. Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> it's a new collaboration with Pasta Di Martino, and now you can get your hands on some DG-approved pasta for the cool price, $115. Is this, it, what kind of, give me some of the names of the pastas. I, I, well, first of all, the uh, Dolce and Gabbana designed the packaging for the limited edition gift box, which is now available in stores and online. The box includes four, count them, four varieties of noodles, spaghetti, Penny Mazzani Regatte, Mr. Corta, and Pacheri. And you get a Dolce & Gabbana apron so you don't get sauce all over yourself. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm so jealous because they have made something. If people have this much money to waste, mm-hmm. why are we not receiving any of that money? Don't we have some kind of snake oil to sell rich people and that we can do we the same thing? We had perky nipples. You perky well, that nipples. Wasn't just for that rich was, yeah, but that was a that was for everybody. That what was could accessible. we sell to rich people? Air, air. air. <laughs> I've got air for sale. Yeah. Fart in a jar. Yes. Oh god. Something like that, no. please, because that's Remember the equivalent the of this. Stone that was seventy-five dollars for sale at Nordstrom. Yep. Oh, the rock. The, the rock. Yeah, the rock. Yep. The mud jeans for four hundred and fifty dollars. Yep. The leather. There's got to be something. Yeah. Well, what, we have to work on What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I know. I have my arm invention. The rumba for the arm. The what for the, the Roomba? You know the to the clean little... your arm? No, it's not. What, <laughs> that's, what you, because what? that's what a Roomba is. I know, but What's I it Roomba? would be a sleeve with a mini mini Roomba little things in it that you'd wear when you go to bed, and it would work on cellulite. What? Okay, it's that's not a, invented yet. It's a vac- what? It's gonna vacuum the sleeve? No, it's gonna it's gonna <laughs> work with the technology of Roomba <laughs> yeah. and go up and down and work out your arms while you're sleeping. Well, you do know that they just introduced arm spanks, don't you? Oh, yeah, but this isn't she that She wants a permanent all. fix. She no. Wants, okay. No, would I'm it, just thinking a lot of women with bat wings <laughs> yeah. would really, if you could buy a thing, a little sleeve jacket that you could put on overnight and someone's working out your arms for you, I think uh, that'd be magic. Well, you know what that reminds well, me it? of? It's those old machines in the 1930s where the lady just sits there and the belt jiggles her. <laughs> 
How was that one never worked though? <laughs> so what's going to make yours different? It's technology, baby. Okay, it's technology. I'm working on well, it right baby. now with oh, a yeah. small tech company in Northeast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, does does it make a sound? I mean, does it? Sound I'm not like... going to tell you anything. So the cutest picture of the day. Yeah. Is, is this the sound when you're sleeping? Yes, it makes this sound. It, 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 it's a sound machine, too, Daddy. I can't hear you. Your arm room is making too much noise. This is great for those intimate moments. Oh, yes. What's oh that, God. honey? It's what? It's great noise. <laughs> Anything to make ourselves oh, more beautiful, That's, huh? I just think that there's something there. Okay. People don't know it yet, but there's the cutest video, and I'm trying to find it right now. A dad um, was at home taking care of the child for the day, and he had two rules, keep the house clean and take good care of our kid. And the baby's maybe like, oh, it looked like it was like 14 or 15 months and mm-hmm. the baby's holding on to the Roomba and the Roomba's just taking it on a little ride around the hardwood floors. Oh, it's, yeah. So oh, yeah. You ever watch the videos of the cat Roomba? The cats, yeah. The cats no. dressed mm-hmm. in a shark outfit, riding a Roomba around the house, just letting it hit hit the wall. It's so cute. I've never watched that one, though. Oh, we'll, we'll make right. you watch that one. I need to tell everyone that you're not eating your fruits and veggies. We're, you are not we're eating. Not? No. Everyone really? is failing. Mm. Everyone needs to eat more fruits and like veggies. Like seven servings a day or something got yeah. off. Well, a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention study found that only 12% of people eat the daily recommended amount of fruit each day. You should be having one and a half to two cups, which is not a lot at all. Oh, I, I do, do that, that on a daily okay. basis with kale. Well, only 12% of people are doing this. And Americans aren't eating vegetables either. Only 9% of people are eating the recommended two to three cups a day of okay, veggies. Okay, so, so wait. So we're supposed to have a cup of fruits, fruit. One and, and a half to two cups of fruit and yeah. two to three cups of veggies. So oh. you need to be eating more veggies. I don't get my fruit in. No, I'm, I'm going to admit it. It's hard. Yeah, I don't get the fruit in. Yeah. But we got a, an el- el- edible, edible... Edible arrangement. Edible arrangement. I love those. I know. I've been And you picking. have the chocolate-covered... Chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate-covered bananas. bananas. I mean, it is the they fruit have intake. Chocolate. Well, it is. yeah, but kind of... With, with it's dark chocolate, chocolate Donnie. It's good Donnie. Oh, okay, then we're fine. Donnie, be quiet. Don't kill my sorry, dreams. Sorry, sorry, Thank sorry. You. <laughs> uh, loud music at bars will make you drink more alcohol. This has been proven by, of course, a study... It'll also make you talk louder and lose your voice. Mm-hmm. At 88 decibels, which isn't terribly loud, but at 88 decibels, people drank 31% more alcohol than also drank faster. Why do they do this? Two reasons. The added stimulation of the music gets your adrenaline going, so you drink faster and more often. And the other reason is, since it's harder to have a conversation when there's loud music in the background, you end up talking less and drinking more. Yep. Well, yeah, it's just like the idea of playing loud music in, in a restaurant. In, in a restaurant. Get or people in and out. In a clothing store, too, mm-hmm. because it makes you stressed out, and then you're more likely to be susceptible to... That's interesting, <laughs> because I remember but, going into um, Abercrombie and Fitch when my kids were little, and they oh, were... Oh, so I'm sorry. And they oh. wanted those clothes. Yes. And I remember going into the store, the music was so loud, but then they had scents. There was a... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
perfume or a cologne scent that was so intense. Well, yeah, they'd pump it through the vents. I'm like, you need to, if you need clothes here, you go in and I'll wait out here for you. Because mm-hmm. I thought, that's just stupid. Well, aren't there so many stores that the ki- that kids want to go into and then as a parent, you're like, I'm going to sit on this bench. I'm going to wait for you to flag me and then I can go in and make the purchase for you. Hot Topic used to be the one that I shopped at that my parents were like, We'll just wait on the bench for you. Right. Because at that time, they played heavy metal music, and right. it was pretty intense, and it was like, Rrr. Yeah. But, oh, Abercrombie and Fitch. I think that they've pulled back on the sense situation, because I was in there recently, maybe about a year ago. I haven't been in there in so long. We had so many shirts that said that name on it, and they had to have those. With the little moose thing. Yep. Oh, Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. Mm. Didn't they have a junior store, too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it was so, called Abercrombie. And Fitch Jr. Well, just Abercrombie. Oh, Abercrombie. Yes, it's just called Abercrombie. Um, Women are genuinely more attractive when they wear red. So if you're going out tonight and you want to get some attention from any kind of human being and you want to look good, you need to wear red. I think men are too. Yeah, I think this probably goes with anybody. It works both ways. Mm -hmm. Wear red. Yeah, wear red. Well, some woman went walking around East London in her red coat and she said she normally doesn't get approached on the street, but this time she was shocked by the number of compliments she received from strangers and she said that she got uh, 74 matches in three minutes on Bumble. Uh, when she wasn't wearing red, but when she did wear red, she got over double the number that she got wearing the lighter shade. So also, if you're making your online dating profile, may I suggest that you wear something red so people swipe right on you. I love it. I love it. Yes. Wear red. Wear Wear red. red. Do red red lips count? Yeah, Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Red underwear. All right, I'm going to show you this this, uh, cat on a... Is red underwear going, Absolutely, honey? yeah. Cool. You're How in. are you, sweetie? I'm not. Hold on. Um, what? I'm wearing gray underwear. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, oh, thanks okay. for sharing, though. Right. Don't have my red The ones, ones with the holes. Right thanks for sharing. No, they're Duluth uh, Trading Company. Oh, nice. <laughs> you I like fancy. Quality $20 Not underwear. your prospector uh, long johns that you usually wear? My SpongeBob long johns? <laughs> yeah. No, they're not. This uh, traffic sponsored by Indeed.com. All right, welcome back, everybody. Thank you for hanging out this Friday. Yes, that's um, right. <laughs> Donnie. Yeah. People think I'm really bad at Shazam. Yeah, I read that. I thought it was quite silly, actually. <laughs> they think I'm really bad, which well, I am really bad at it. Who cares? Well, is my answer to that. Well, it's maybe just it's a... painful for people to listen no, to how bad we no. are. No, Julia, please. All right, fine. because it's don't, fun don't. for people to listen along to because then they can no. shout the answers out at their car. That's yes, the whole point. Just don't take that. Don't <laughs> listen to that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay. No, All right. No, fine. No, no. Fine. Now, Holly. Yeah, Holly, uh, I believe our guest is here. Could you oh, run out to the lobby and All right. run and get her? Oh, Appreciate thank that. you. There is traffic. There's traffic. People are probably in traffic. I'm looking at it on the television. There's so much traffic. Yeah. Traffic here, there, and everywhere. Okay. While we're waiting for that, Donnie. Yeah. All right. So um, what else do we know about anything? <laughs> well, uh, would you like to uh, Would you like to give away our final pair of tickets? Let's do that. Let's, Let's do that. play Guess the Celebrity Voice. Okay. And this is for... Um, the opportunity to go with someone you love or like or yes to Mystic Lake to see <laughs> the Cirque. Hopefully you go with someone you like. The Cirque, de Cirque ha- Dreams Holidays which, at Mystic Lake. Oh, it just sounds so heavenly. Yes, and um, we're going to play Guess the Celebrity Voice. Be the first caller to get it right at 651-641-1071. I was 35. My dad was very worried about me. I was doing a show on Broadway. and uh, But I said, Dad, I'm, um, I'm on Kojak. And he said... Uh, what number? And I said two. 
<laughs> Any idea, Julia? I think so. Think so? I do. Okay. All right. 651-641-1071. Um, I really do think I know who that is. He is, uh, we'll give you a little hint. We'll make it easy out of Really? Why? Oh, all right. Never mind. I won't. Why give? No, I won't. I won't. I won't. If, if we stump people, then I'll come back and give them a hint. All but right. We'll see if somebody gets it. I think, I think they're going to get it. Okay. Um, so we, um, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. My goodness. My goodness. Remember the snack seller dude we had on our show? Yeah, sure. Ben, he, uh, oh, I forgot his last name. Yeah. He finally tracked down the cookie dough, um, Oreo cookie dough gourmet ice cream, which sounds heavenly. And that's on his Instagram account. I, I like following him because he was on and he talks about all these great snacks and everything that he has. And um, totally, totally, totally fun. So you can follow him on Snack Seller. You can follow us at My Talk on Instagram. And of course, you can follow uh, Lori and I at Lori and Julia. Did someone already get it right, Donnie? Yeah, first the uh, first, uh, call I, uh, right, I, I let's went hear, to. Let's hear who it was. Oh, we, we've got to hear the voice first. Let's hear the voice. And then uh, for everybody else's benefit, we'll play the voice. And then Sally will tell us the winner. Uh, I was 35. My dad was very worried about me. I was doing a show on Broadway. and uh, But I said, Dad, I'm... Um, I'm on Kojak. And he said, uh, what number? And I said, two. All right, Sally, who is that? It's Jeffrey Tambor. That's yeah, right. Jeffrey Tambor. That's right. All right, right, thank you. Are you excited, honey? Oh, thrilled. Oh, my gosh. Christmas is made. Oh, oh, look at that. Nice You're easy. You You're that. so easy. Congratulations. <laughs> right. We appreciate that. Right. You know, that's it. I got right. it. Thank no, you. No, oh, hold on, Sally. I got to get some information from you. Hold no, on. That's a great show. Right. Okay, so... Um, a friend of mine has stepped in, and Maya Haig um, is a um, brilliant woman that I used to work with. And she, how many years has it been, Maya, since you um, created the I See Me book, books and book lines? It honestly started almost 20 years ago. <gasps> has it been that long? We're just going to pretend not. All right, we're going to pretend it hasn't, <laughs> but you do I See Me. Explain to everybody what I See Me is. I See Me is the largest publisher in the U.S. of personalized children's books. Our books are made one by one for each child, and they celebrate the uniqueness of each kid. And so I've these are like the best gifts to give people because my both of my kids have them. I've given them as shower or baby gifts to a lot of people because it's fun because you can it, different letters go with different animals sure. and all this good stuff that's going on. So I love the personalized kids love reading. Well, so how do you personalize them? Do you insert the children's names in there? Yep. Do you pick out a story? So how does it work? So you go to our website, iseeme.com, and you select from, we have over 40 titles on our site now. Wow. I can't even believe that. You go, girl. I Yeah, it's been a while. Uh -huh. um, and uh, for example, in my very own name, which uh, uh, Julie just mentioned, in that story, animals bring letters one by one to spell your child's name in rhyme. So for... Um, Julia, for example, the jaguar brings the J, the unicorn brings the U, the lamb brings the L. You get it. Oh, cute. And then at the end of the story, they celebrate because they've created the perfect name for your child. It's so cute. And my kids loved going through it because it's their name and it's so good. But you're doing something really cool for um, kids with cancer this holiday. Tell everyone what you're doing because this is what I think is really heartwarming. Yes. So at I See Me, we really try to give back and particularly to our customer base of parents with kids. And this year, our team had the um, great idea to encourage everyone who comes to I See Me. And it's I-S-E-E-M-E. -E -E. Yes, mm -hmm. I-S-E-E-M-E dot -E -E com 
to write a letter to a child with cancer. And we make it very easy for you to do this. There's actually a form letter there that you can keep or edit as you'd like. And you just give us your first name and city and state and hit submit. It's super easy to do. It takes less than five minutes. And then we are collecting all of these letters. And with our partnership with the Children's Cancer Research Fund, they are distributing these letters to children all across the United States. So we hope to have hundreds and we've already got hundreds. I'm hoping they will have thousands of letters to give to these kids. And give us an example what some of the letters are. Well, so we pulled a couple of examples from Minnesota. Okay. Uh, we, we do have people from all over the country. For example, um, hi, my name is Katie. And like you, I have cancer too. I know it can be so hard at times and you can get so tired, but I am here to remind you today to stay strong and let you know you are not alone in this fight. You are strong like a superhero and can do this. I am rooting for you along with all your friends and family. I wish you a very Merry Christmas and hope you get everything you wish for from Katie in Minnesota. How cute Aww. is that? I know it. I, I, oh, I, wait, we get... Don't give me anything else that's going to make me cry. I'm so close. <laughs> Oh, yes. that's fantastic. So so people can go to your website at icme.com and then find this form letter and then it will assist you in how in, ter- in writing this letter. Yeah. So, for example, for my family, I'm going to have each of our kids go on and we've gotten a lot of letters from kids right. written from them. It doesn't matter how they're spelled. It doesn't. Oh, sure. uh, and and they say, hi, I'm Sammy and I'm three. Or, well, not three. I'm I'm seven or eight. And I, I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And know I'm thinking about you. And so the Children's Cancer Research Fund has relationships with kids all over the country who Mm -hmm. have cancer, and they will do this. And then for every 50 letters that we receive, Mm -hmm. I See Me is donating to a child with cancer a copy of our newest release, uh, My Very Own Christmas. Yes. Which in this story, uh, which we've just introduced on our website, Creatures at the North Pole, who are friends of Santa— all of the different characters of the North Pole, like Jack Frost, for example, would bring Mm -hmm. the J. And they spell out the name of the child who best represents the spirit of Christmas, and they put the child's name in letters on the tree at the North Pole. And then they... Okay, that's so cute. Yes, and it's beautifully, beautifully illustrated. Is your hubby still doing the illustrations? He is responsible for um, the look and feel of many, many of our books. We have a fantastic design team and they they find illustrators from around the country well the name the book that the name of the book it's christopher's very own christmas and um holly they have an h and h is holly gave the mantle a last minute touch saying this helpful boy always does so much it's so oh, darn of cute course it is it is it is <laughs> holly so was cute. born on december 23rd no i was not 22nd nope Close. Nope. Fourth. 19th. It's the 19th. I knew it was the 19th. And it's really cool because not only can you personalize uh, books for children, but you can also incorporate uh, the family pets, which I I imagine that that is very popular. That is so cute. Yes, this is our another latest one from I See Me. So many of our books, by the way, you can upload a photo of your child and you put a dedication from you on the first page. Um, and the book is personalized with the child's name, not only in the text, but even incorporated into the illustrations. And our new book is called If My Dog Could Talk. And this came about because in our family, we got a golden retriever and we are all in in love with our dog. He oh, is... I believe it. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's the name of your dog? 
His name is Jet, and he's oh. he's not a black dog. He should be a black dog, but he's a golden. I don't know why we called him Jet. I don't either, but that's okay. <laughs> right. If my dog Jet could talk. Okay, tell us about yes. those. Oh, my God, that's so cute, Maya. Yes, so this is a storybook, and what you do is when you go to iseeme.com, you select your breed and the color of your dog, and the illustrations actually change in the book to look like your dog, and... You give us the name of your dog and up to four people who love the dog and the child's or the, the four family members' names, could be adults or kids, are in the text and even in the illustrations. And it's all written from the perspective of your dog about what it's like to live in your family. Oh, that's so cute. Yes, it's fun, it's whimsical, and there's a place where you can upload a photo of your dog and, and maybe your kids at the beginning. And at Oh the my end. gosh, yeah. this is so clever. Of course it is. Oh, you're so brilliant. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You um, really are. Congratulations <laughs> to you. I mean, yeah. people have seen you. You know, you've been in Marie Claire. You've been in all the magazines. You've been on TV shows and everything. This is this is amazing. I love what you're doing. And so if people um, want to go and write a letter to someone who has cancer for the, for the holiday season, every letter you get is going towards them getting books of their own. And yes. also, I just want to say... Can people get them still for Christmas? Oh, absolutely. Hanukkah. Oh, yes. Uh, we're not. Do you do late. a Hanukkah book? We have. Uh, we have a beautiful Hanukkah book That's on our thought. website. Yes, a Hanukkah bear for me. Mm -hmm. So you can order. I'm trying to remember our cutoff date. It goes well into December. We're oh, definitely okay. not late. Okay. And um, but if you order uh, right now, there's lots of stuff going on our website where you can go and see what's going on. But there's plenty of time for Christmas. And actually, going back to that dog book, if the dog has passed away, it also can be a nice memorial. Sometimes ah, it's hard for kids who've sure. lost a member of their family. A dog oh. is a member of their family. And so how do you talk about that with your kids and not make it super sad? Well, you can read the story about your dog. Oh, that uh, is so cute. Mm, okay, you. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, likewise. <laughs> likewise. How do people find I See Me on social media? Maya. We, if you go to Facebook, uh, we are at I See Me Books, and um, uh, Twitter is I See Me underscore Books, I believe. Okay. Um, and but it's all the easiest thing to do is just to go to iseeme.com. Great. And then backslash yes. letters. Yes. To fill out the letters for the uh, kids with cancer for, with the holiday message. Thank you, honey. Thank you. It's so great to see you. All right, you when we come back, Kathy Griffin. Is at it again. I am. I'm worried. We we must discuss. We'll be right back. The radio home of giving up on season three. My talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood's speaking. What is the All right, of Kathy, this? Let's talk about Kathy Griffin. Um, she I think is really going through a hard time. Um, since. She posted that awful photo of President Trump, and it's been really hard for her to recover. Yeah, I know. And as a result of that um, photo, CNN dropped her from their Rockin' Christmas Eve or whatever they used to do with um, Anderson Cooper. And the person that replaced her is Andy Cohen. And she used to work with Andy Cohen. My Life on the D-List was executive produced by Andy Cohen for 10 years, and she basically said he was a rotten, horrible pig of a you know, boss, blah, 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 blah. But now today she started out uh, on Twitter and tweeted this morning. She finds it hilarious that Andy Cohen's current ad campaign for Watch What Happens Live has a premise that implies that no matter where he goes, people just want to spill their guts to him. So it's just kind of something mm -hmm. like, um, what is the name of that game he plays? 
The what place? Plead the fifth. Oh, plead the oh, fifth. Yeah. Okay. And so she followed it up with um, an account allegedly sent to her from a man named Forrest who claims he slept with Andy Cohen back in his Badger days at the University of Wisconsin Madison. And um, Forrest, whose last name was redacted from her posting, alleges he met Cohen through their mutual friend Amanda in 1989 at the University of Wisconsin and that Cohen came to his apartment that night. Now, here's the part where she goes low. Mm -hmm. She says um, she says this in Twitter that Forrest mocked Cohen's lazy eye. He does have one eye that's lazy and wonky. It doesn't feel like it's bad anymore. I feel like it's way better. I guess I haven't paid attention. Oh, it used to be yeah. really wonky. Oh. I think something has changed. Oh, you got a little um, And claim that the TV personality was an aggressive and selfish lover. And then here's the highlight. Noting, by the way, Andy is a small guy, not just in height. This is awful. <laughs> I mean, the, you know, what is she trying to accomplish by throwing some... You know, alleged account by some guy named Forrest. This is this she's is she's scorching this is, the earth, Donnie. Yeah, oh, she is scorching on, the earth. This is pathetic. I think Cher, her dear friend, needs to have her over, oh, and they need on. to have a little come to Jesus. I I'm embarrassed for her because I yeah, like I Kathy so much. It's childish I, and pathetic. I really like her, <laughs> but Andy was childish and pathetic too when he kind of barked back. When TMZ was asking to his reaction to something else, he says, and he who? Said, who? No, who? I'm not defending that. Who? Two wrongs well, don't make a right. I no, mean, I know. Being <laughs> they're both they're being both. childish. And but she's this leaning one, into this. This you know? one is dumb. And, and she just looks dumb. And I, I like her. I introduced her at the Orvium Theater for crying <laughs> out yes, loud. Yes, you did. And you got her name right. I did. Uh, I had a friend, <laughs> Holly, yes. back in the day. I have a friend, Kathy Griffith. Uh-huh. She was my neighbor. Yes. And so I'd always call Kathy, Kathy Griffin Kathy Griffith. Did you say that on stage? No, we no, no, okay, had to good. practice <laughs> it over and over oh. and over and over. But to talk about the size of his Johnson, I mean, Come she on. really wants to... I'm telling you, Scorched Earth, it's part of her brand yeah. at this point. It's pathetic. I, I'm, I'm, I, I really feel bad for her, yeah. to be honest. Is this making her feel better some way? Probably. She's she proud of herself. No, Probably. Donnie, now you're sounding <laughs> Probably. mean. I, I, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I'm not sounding mean. <laughs> Is she what, proud of herself? What's the point? What is the point? Well, I think I think there's something more going on, and I'm trying to be empathetic. Well, she said, morning, kids. The mayor of Zero Blanksville here. So, obviously, like, I think that like she's going. She's on this world tour right now. Mm-hmm. So, she's going every place but the United States. And I think that this, are, is, yep. this is part of her act now is that you know what this i'm kathy griffin i have no blanks to give and i'm going to show you how many blanks that i don't have to give by publishing this letter yeah so bad blood between all All right so Katy perry was banned from china as victoria's secrets fashion show continues to crumble so this is um i don't know why they're doing their fashion show in china um big market well right but none of the a lot of the models can't get into china um Katy Perry was initially granted a visa to perform at the Victoria's Secret show in Shanghai. Then Chinese officials changed their minds and yanked her visa. And so in China, for every artist who wants to perform there, officials comb through their social media and press reports to see if they've done anything deemed to be offensive in the country. Maroon 5, for example, was banned a few years ago because one band member wished the Dalai Lama happy birthday on Twitter. What Katy Perry did is she caused um, an outrage when she performed there um, during her performance in Taipei, the capital of Taiwan, because she wore a sunflower 
that had been adapted the year before by anti-Chinese protesters. Sure. You know, they can do do that. I'm sure at the time, whoever was organizing the Victoria's Secret fashion show. We got it. We got it. You, like we got it covered. She's oh. fine because they, initially they gave her the visa. Yeah. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. And so they're probably like, eh, we're just going to change our mind and we're going to like, you know, because doing business over there is completely different. And they, they can do these kinds of things and say, look, we don't want this person coming into our country. We're also I think that they've been having issues with changing the venue of the Victoria's Secret fashion show. There's a lot of things that are happening. The pieces of the puzzle are moving in unexpected ways. And perhaps the people who are organizing the fashion show don't really know how to deal with that layer of bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. So. I've never watched it. The Victoria's never Secret Fashion no, Show? This oh, is... You mean you don't want to watch glittery underwear walk strutting down the runway? Mm. No, I miss the catalogs. <laughs> the catalogs? The catalogs? Do they still have their Victoria's Secret catalog? No Barely. I'm sure that they have something, but they've been pulling back a lot. Like, I they loved got rid of those the cl- catalogs back in the day. The I loved their clothes. They're pretty much done now. I know. Yeah. Oh, sorry for and your of loss, course, Julia. The famous, famous, famous one from back in the day. What was that? Um, the famous model is married to the piano player. Oh, Christy, Christy Brinkley. Brinkley. No. Oh, yeah, no. Not that piano player? <laughs> no, Harry Connick Jr.'s wife. Oh. She was the um, most famous. Uh, what's her name? Um, um, I have no Jill? Idea. Jill. Jill Gooded. Jill Gooded. Okay. Okay. That's her <laughs> name. But that she was when Victoria's Secret Catalog first started. She was the model everywhere. Yeah, they used to have a really soft focus. They, I don't know. It looked quite Victorian. It was back quite in the day. a hit in my household <laughs> back in Good, the day. Goodacre, Jill Goodacre. Goodacre, so yeah, close. Yeah, you were close. All right, yeah. all right. So, um, give me this one, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, Katy Perry, Lionel Richie, and Luke Bryan will be kinder, gentler American Idol judges. That's oh, well, that's so nice. Well, you could not have American Idol the way that it was back in two thousand two, two thousand three, because people wouldn't stand for it because those judges were mean and they were making fun of people. Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. And that's why people tuned into that show in at least the audition segment. I remember watching that in my dorms and people would be sitting there laughing at people making fools of themselves. In 2018, that's not the way that the culture is anymore. No. That's a long time ago. I know. Here's one of the favorites. I am the lion of the oh. forest. Yeah, she was from here. I know. Do yeah. you remember that one? <laughs> Barely. Again. I am king of the forest. forest. I can't remember this. It was Maybe hysterical. I blocked it out of she my mind. She called into our show. She, she was great and she was, ah. it was a spoof and it was hysterical. Of course. And Simon said, that was bloody awful. That's right. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. When we come back, we are going to uh, bring you up to date on a lot of things. Stay with us. Go. 